Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? And are you curious about how others deal with the details of work, home, family, and everything in between? Well, sisters Hannah and Rachel have conversations about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. And we have more in common than you think. So when you listen to Sister Hack, you too can share hacks and laughs that help make this convoluted life a little funnier and a little more clear. So now introducing Hannah and Rachel. Hey everyone, welcome to Sister Hack. Happy June, everyone. I hope that where you are, it's warm, but not too warm, and that you're having very much fun with the long, long days. That's what I think I of when that I that for you too. Yeah, how late? How how sunny? Or how late is it light out in Texas? Well, it is light out very late here. I would say probably nine. Um, yeah. But different than Wisconsin and Michigan, it's it doesn't get light as early. Like probably uh -huh. not till six. I don't know what time the sun for. I am not awake, but I do know that it is almost nine here, and it is very light. So I don't. I think the sun has been setting like in the early nines, which is just so fun. What are we talking about for our June episode, sis? Well, today we have a really special guest. It's our father. And um, something that we know about our dad is that he's extremely good at reflection. So today we're going to talk about looking back and that power of that. Um, and some of the things that he reflects on is he reflects through writing. He um, reflects on his running. So we talk a little bit about his running logs, probably. Um, we actually haven't interviewed him yet. And we also really wanted to get the, the skinny on raising daughters because there's Father's Day this month for one, and we are his daughters. So mm -hmm. selfishly, we wanted to, you know, pick his brain on that one. See what, see what we're like, if you will. Well, we're mostly fishing for compliments, but this could backfire. <laughs> That's how I get my best compliments is asking for them. Um, are you, would you say, what are things that you're good at reflecting on? I, I don't know if there are things in particular that I am good at reflecting on, but there are ways in which I reflect better than others. So running is obviously a big one for me. Um, swimming too. And oftentimes I, before I do one of those practices, I tell myself I'm going to figure something out on this run or like, I'm going to think oh, about wow. Like even this, this episode of Sister Hack, you know, I wrote it a couple of days ago, just the questions we're going to ask. And I was like, okay, I got to think about that on the run. Cause I knew the general idea of where we wanted to go, but I guess that's more thinking forward. Thinking back, I do that in a lot of my conversations with Zach. Like we talk about things that happen during the day mm -hmm. that helps me process that. I wish I could say I was a journaler, but I'm not. What about you? Yeah, I know. I've tried. I've tried many a journal. Got <laughs> the first couple pages filled in, but not. I'm sure you love picking a journal out. The rest, yeah. I like picking out journals, starting journals. That's about it. But um. I reflect a lot when I drive. I have not been driving at all the last couple months, so um, that's been missing. But anytime I'm working with my hands, 
actually planted a garden this weekend um, for the first time. We should do an episode on gardening. <laughs> it's my new thing. But anyway, <laughs> just when you can like let your mind go and just, you know, had music on but didn't have earphones in or anything and just kind of, I don't even know what I thought about, but it's nice to have that time. And then actually when I'm cooking, I do a lot of reflecting and poor Kyle knows that too. Well, and there's a lot of times when he's in there with me and we're chatting and cooking together, but. Is Kyle good at reflecting aloud to you? Um, yeah, well, especially, and we do a lot of walks now too. And so I think that those are pretty reflective. Um, but otherwise like in the daily hustle, normal hustle is not, we don't really reflect, I'd say, but I think that, our family has always been a very um, reminiscent crowd. Whenever we get together, I feel like we're very like, remember that time three years ago today when this, this, you know, I just feel like we're. Yeah. We have a strong memory. A little more than most. Except Andrew can't really remember anything. Dad's a historian. Yes. And our middle brother, he has a lot of great genes. His name's Andrew. A lot of great genes. He just graduated summa cum laude at notre dame law school but that kid cannot remember a thing yeah it's very personal memories very interesting yeah i would i'd agree that 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 really (laughs) blows my mind um something that i find interesting is uh how often reflection is used in uh, college courses and mine included i really like to use it because um it's a way to get kids, students out of more like the summary mode and actually thinking about what they did. They, they a lot of times have trouble reflecting in a way that's more than just like, I think that like keeping it really simple and like they don't understand that you can still cite and bring it and it, make it academic like within a reflection. So that's something. Oh, that- see, I didn't know that. <laughs> Maybe you should come to my class. reflection paper because then instead of summary, it's like, here's how I feel about this. And then you can just write it out. And that's really nice. Yeah. You still got to know what you're talking about. I think the teachers should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. You got to do the reading. Okay. Well, we can't wait to, um, let's get to it. Let's interview our guest, our dad. He, his name is. We'll, we'll interview him a little more when he gets here. He's introduce there. him. We'll introduce him more. We'll introduce, introduce and then interview. <laughs> here he is. So we are here with Dr. Patrick Ferry, and I'm in charge of telling you some of his formal titles. So he is the president of Concordia University. He's also an ordained minister, pastor. He preaches every now and then. Seems kind of like a lot. Um gives chapels and such. He also is an accomplished historian. um, And outside of his formal titles, he has a few informal things that Rachel and I are going to uh, go back and forth on just so you can kind of get to know who we're actually interviewing as our dad. Before we do that, do you want to say hello, dad? Hi, thanks for thanks for having me on your your cast. It's great to be with you. Ah. We love having you here. Okay, so those who 
know dad, or maybe even if you know dad, you may not know these things. He loves McDonald's or any fast food place that offers a good chocolate chip cookie. Or even a bad chocolate chip cookie is better than none. <laughs> and he really only has fast food on the road, which maybe is why that makes it more appealing to him. Otherwise, he, without complaint, eats mom's super healthy food. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Yeah. He's very quick-witted and great with words. He's a wordsmith, and he likes to connect themes with words and phrases. Uh, I get Yeah, I guess so. Oh, now you're trying to act unquick-witted. <laughs> See, that no, was, a, that was quick. True. That that's was quick. True. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's right. He's an extremely goofy grandfather known as Poppy to my kids. And in fact, so much so that Ava recently said, Mom, your father is so goofy. <laughs> yeah, I get that from my father. He was kind of goofy that way, too. What else, sis? We had some other ones. No, he loves iced tea. He's very loves rude. iced tea. He has to have, he eats the same kinds of things when it's up to him. And, and he's a very gracious and generous person. Extremely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm still recovering from the fact that Nest Tea Instant Tea is no longer on the market. But uh, Yeah, he had to switch to Lipton in mid-2018. It's, it's not the same. But in December of 2019, he did find a petition online to bring back and made everyone in the family sign it. <laughs> yeah, and I believe that's the only petition that I've signed in recent memory. But it did. <laughs> and not to go there, but I'm actually the one that found the petition. I was giving you credit, but <laughs> it was me. I sent it to you as a joke, and then you sent it on. Okay. Anyway, we're going to reflect today, a little with you today. Yeah, today we're talking about the benefits of looking back, uh, reflection, raising daughters, and running logs. So Say that again, sis. You cut out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. We're on Zoom, as everybody knows. <laughs> um, the benefits of looking back, reflection, raising daughters, and running logs. And we're going to get right into it with the hack yeses and hack noes. And this episode, we're doing hack yeses and hack noes of being a girl dad. Heck yes! Okay. Okay. You, you listen, so you know how it works, right, Dad? I listen, and if I do it wrong, you can correct me. Okay. I would never correct you. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm being ironic because I'm. I think, yes. Okay. But I'm carry on. You are his colleague, so mm -hmm. you know you need to have that collegial. I band. am. We are colleagues. All right. Go ahead. All right, Dad. Hack yes or hack no? Exposing your sons and daughters to the same activities. I would say, generally speaking, hack yes. I mean, there may be some specialized things that uh, that sons or daughters uh, would would do, but but on the whole, uh, you know, it's I think it's a good thing that that kids have a chance to be exposed not only to the same things, but but to many things. Yes, many things. That okay. Remember that, everyone, because Dad exposed us to a lot growing up. We should bring. And up. you, you and Andrew were on the same T-ball team, in fact. Yes. Tell the infamous story, Dad. Well, and I maybe that, it, I don't know that it has anything to do with 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 one's gender. In fact, I would think it didn't have more to do with your individual personalities. But you came home from uh, 
the first game on the same team and you wanted to tell your mother how it went and Andrew came in and said mom I, mom, I made a triple and and Rachel followed and said mom I made a friend and uh, yeah. not an indication that, that you were a good athlete but it was it was certainly a reflection of what a good social person you are thank you Dad. you're welcome that actually reminds me a lot of when I was a junior in high school and Andrew was a senior and we would, our basketball games would be on the same night, but in opposite locations. And Andrew was pretty good at basketball and I did it mainly for the social, but that didn't mean I didn't want my parents there to watch. Oh, that's right. And I split time graciously. And then we, I was at one of your games uh, one evening when he had a particularly close game that he did well in and I enjoyed being saving myself the anxiety of being at that one. <laughs> if I remember correctly I had eight points. That night. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> okay carry on. Enough right. about me this is about yeah. you. Yeah let's not bring up any more high school memories. <laughs> okay. Hack yes or hack no participating in dad daughter dances. Oh yeah, dad hack. Yes, I mean I dancing has never been my forte, but I've had to do it from time to time, not only with daughters but with my dear wife. And it's if you're really good at it, I think it's fun. But if you're not, then it's a good way to kind of just laugh at yourself and enjoy doing something different. Yeah, yeah. You 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 did it. You did especially the dance recitals, the dad daughter dance recitals. That oh, we always had a dad daughter dance at our recitals. Say that three times. Sure. No, it's a good thing. It's it's good to participate and stretch yourself uh, as you kind of relate to what your kids are doing. Okay, next one. Hack yes or hack no, being very hands-on with school, with your kids hmm. or daughters. Oh, you know, I, I think the right answer is hack yes, but I, I honestly don't know that I was, certainly not in terms of uh, – your homework. I was very interested in how you were doing. I liked going to parents and that kind of thing. But I, yeah, sure. I think it's it's the right thing to do, um, and if if it, if at all possible to to be a part of that. But you weren't a helicopter parent. No, no, not really. I, in fact, any issue uh, between you and the teacher, I I would take the teacher's side usually. Oh, that's a good hack. That's good. I'd say you're right, very present, though. Yeah, definitely present. The last one, hack yes or hack no, vetting your daughter's dates or suitors. Well, um, hack no. I mean, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't think vetting is – I'm always interested in the kind of people you're hanging out with, but uh, but you got to be careful about overstepping. <laughs> I'll let mom do that. I don't think that you – did anything close to vetting? <laughs> no, I would say vetting. No, but I it turned know. turned out in your favor. We married men that could not be more like you <laughs> in no, a lot no. of ways. Well, that's a great compliment because they're both outstanding men. Uh, I love them too. Love them too. All right, let's chat. Let's do great on that, by the way. Um, Okay, so a lot of those hacks actually referred to the past of raising us. Meticulous journals, how long have you been doing that and how did that practice help with parenting? 
Well, you know, I, I've been keeping personal journals for almost off and on, more on than off, uh, but off and on for about a quarter century now. I probably have a dozen or more volumes that I've told. And, and, you know, I don't, they're not very practical kinds of journals where, it, where this sort of that kind of how-tos of parenting. I write about family a lot. I mean, I don't write about work very much or what's going on in the world. It's more just kind of my own personal reflection. And so I think rather than you'll have a chance to read them someday, if you want, whenever, but I think you'll find in them that it was, it was less about what I was doing or what we were doing and kind of lamenting that I wasn't uh, doing it better somehow. I don't know. It's what it's, you kind of pour yourself out. It's a way to it's maybe therapeutic in that way that you kind of express your frustrations with yourself and, uh, but, and I'm, I was always very careful how I talked about others just in case somebody read them someday, I guess. Or if, if you became you, the president of the United States. Well, uh, that's true. Uh, that would have been potentially a, an issue, but I, but I always had, you know, I think the, it's kind of a, a, I've always been of a sort of a double mind. You want to, you want to be somewhat self-revelatory uh otherwise you know what's the point but at the same time i'm semi-conscious of the possibility that somebody else would read it and and so um you know it just that that there's a somewhat of a filter there i think that uh, mm -hmm. it, it's it's useless if it if it doesn't say anything meaningful but also i'm also cautious because um, i mean i that's just that's just honest, I guess. You, 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 I suppose some people, diarists, just lay it all out there, and, mm -hmm. and, and maybe they get rid of their diaries when when they uh, when they have a chance when they're old. I mean, I, I've written mine to be something that somebody might be interested. Not very many people, <laughs> but some of you anyway might be interested in looking at. Something. If you look back at it now, do you think that you would find that you were too hard on yourself during some of those times? Well, I, I'm a pretty keen observer of human nature and particularly my own. So I suppose that I, I you know, that I maybe only scratched the surface in some ways about the kind of uh, the, the, the difficulties of the human condition. <laughs> so you know, I don't know that I was too hard on myself. I think it's just, it's just kind of an honest um, struggle that, that we have as human beings. And people are all wired differently. I think that I'm probably wired in a way, I wouldn't say necessarily pessimistic, but somewhat self-deprecating, uh, self-critical, uh, not in bad ways, just, just in honest ways. This is kind of how I'm feeling and how I feel about myself and what's going on. That probably lends to great self-awareness, I would think. And Reflection plus self-awareness seems like a good combo. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I, they, they, they align for sure. And, and I, I do think I'm a particularly self-aware person. I don't say that as a, as a, a, it's a neutral thing. It's not a positive thing in and of itself. We all have to be kind of careful about our, our 
what we think our level of self-awareness is because it may not be accurate, you know, <laughs> it's good mm-hmm. to hear from others, I guess, along the way. And then you can become entirely too self-occupied as well. And that, that, uh, always a very healthy thing either. But I do think on the whole, it's a good thing to have a, a good sense of oneself. Well, introspection is a form of intelligence. So mm. I think well, you got that one down, according yeah. to Howard Gardner. Well, okay. Ed, Ed <laughs> okay, so Dad, you're a historian. Uh, what other things do you keep record of besides <laughs> kind of these journals, and why? Yeah, I, you know, I, I am a historian. I'm a, I'm a doctorally trained historian, uh, European history, um, and I taught history, of course, for many years. And I've always been interested in it, and and I suppose that that may carry over to other things like journal writing or like the running you refer to in some ways that's just a bit of an I'm a bit of an antiquarian but th- I, this is how I think it fits together so you know the sense of the past right and I mean but the past is a very elusive thing right when we sit down together as a family we might talk about some stories that we've talked about many times but but there are many 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 more moments that are simply lost to us, right? They're just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was, maybe someone will jar me, oh yeah, I kind of remember that, or no, I, I don't remember that. So the past is extremely elusive. History, on the other hand, is is more kind of the documentation of the past. And so I'm, I think I've always been quite fond of gathering what I, what I think are meaningful artifacts of, of the moment uh, so that we have some record of the past. And really that's what historians do. They they connect the records so that you have a story of the past and, and not just this kind of fleeting idea that, uh, that, that's really reserved to the kind of space for memory. And you don't just keep any running log. What you keep, it is, I will never forget. Let me try, well, clearly I've forgotten because I don't know for sure, but here, here's what I remember. You do you, you do average temperature for the week? No, I just keep the temperature each day. I don't okay, average. temperature each day. My, miles for the week. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Miles for the month. Yeah, for the miles year. for the year, year over year. Yeah. Time. What's my average pace? Yeah, no, I length. And a separate log for races that runs. Yeah, yeah. I have several logs. I keep track of it all, and then I go back and see. How I did in particular races or on training runs or how I compared uh, this May to last May or the May before that. And uh, yeah, no, I, I keep track of all that. With some I mean, we can ask literally any stat about like the past 10 years of your running and you'd be able to figure it out. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I laughed on Memorial Day because we were taught you did a virtual all virtual mm-hmm. boulder boulder you were supposed to do it virtual in yeah. boulder what no it was virtue all like all. Yeah, was, oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i was like how'd you do and you said i was only eight seconds off from my time in 1986 <laughs> that's right yeah that's true i, was I couldn't believe it but, but I was like, wow, 20, or I was like, wow, 24 years ago. And you're like, no, 
34 years ago. 34 years ago, right? I was eight seconds slower than I had been on the first time I ran the actual Boulder Boulder. But in fairness, uh, the Boulder Boulder course is, is run at altitude and there were more hills. So I had an easier, easier course. See, there you are. Self, self-deprecating in a bit. That was 34 <laughs> years ago and you're, you're almost 61, sir. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay. He himself an age graded time. He tells us the age graded times too. Well, that's time. age graded times are actually that's a very important stat because you know you do get a little slower and, and weaker as you get older. So that evens the playing field a little bit. But you know, none of you care about age graded because it would only put me ahead of you or closer to you. Moving on. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I just I'm I'm just sassing you back. Um, I can do that now that I am an adult child. But as <laughs> got me into trouble with speaking of which, what were some distinct differences in raising Hannah and Rachel? And maybe to extend on that, expand on that, how did you adjust and pivot pivot with the different children that you raised? Well, you made the segue into that question trouble. I don't know if, if that was intentional or not, but I uh, thought a little about this in anticipation of this question, something like it. So, um, you, you know, it, it wasn't just you and Hannah, it was with you and all your siblings, or five of you, and each of you is a different person, of course. And so that always requires some adjustment, and Hannah can attest to that, certainly with three and, and the fourth on the way, that, that every one is different, but in in some ways, it's harder, I think, to be one of the older kids uh, that parents. And this is just, I don't know this is universally true, but it's it's uh, it's often true that the older children just have it a little tougher. I mean, parents are a little stricter. They uh, they expect more. They they have uh, they're the older kids, so they're relied on to behave better because you're constantly trying to deal with the younger ones who are not quite as mature and in hannah's case um, she was somewhat precocious and a little bit uh, well she was she was well behaved kid she was just she was she just cooperated and we angel kind of, we relied on her to be good and if, if she got a little out of line which would have been age appropriate she trouble for it than, than probably other kids might have at her age. And kind of coming a little later in the, in the sequence, probably got cut a bit more slack, but, but you never, uh, you never caused much trouble. Uh, I, I think that, that you were a lot alike in many ways, but you're also very different from each other. And, and so part of the art of parenting is, is, uh, is again, exposing your kids to lots of things, but then finding out what they like and are good at and helping them to to you know, get the most out of the things that interest them. I love that. One example that comes to mind, going back to high school hands, <laughs> is how- Is this gonna be the curfew one? <laughs> no, but I do like that story. Um, you, you can tell that one. I remember, well, you know, wanting us to be involved in many different things. One of those, pieces of that was taking two languages in high school. Did we talk about this last month? I'm having deja vu. I don't know. You, I don't think you did on this program. We've talked about it in the past, but okay. You know, just, just if I might, I, yeah, I did 
I did want all of you to take two foreign languages in high school because I didn't want you to take a study hall. You know, you went to you went to Lutheran High School. We had to pay tuition. I just didn't like the idea of, of free time. Yeah, I thought you should get the most out of something, and and, uh, and it you know it was to some degree it was successful. I mean, Hannah Hannah really liked language, uh, Spanish and German, and you you liked it well enough, but you were interested in something else, like you want to do art, and so we we uh, in your case compromised on that, but let you toward the end there at least take just one language and study. Uh, art because you had just kind of creative flair and you wanted to do that it was fine that's that's what i was going to bring up sir well, we were on and i wanted to and you know what i wanted to say thank you <laughs> well you're welcome although your, your german is lousy yeah das ist stimmt <laughs> i'm not stupid but i no but you just don't speak it. That i said that's true um anyway oh. <laughs> <laughs> i thought you said you are stupid <laughs> See, if maybe an extra year of German, you would have not have struggled with that. I, you know, hand. the, yeah, I'm not trying to call you stupid. The honey. German no. teacher caught, my nickname was Wild Beast of Class, so I figured it was time to just move. But anyways, yeah. uh, now the, the pieces I made in my ceramics class decorate your home. That's right. That's right. And we Shout went, out to Tammy. We went to Germany together and you didn't have to worry about speaking because we covered that for you. Okay. Um, so dad, you have a pretty high profile job and also a full personal life, full five kids, lots of running logs to balance. Um, so how did and do you prioritize and what systems do you have in place to kind of be able to separate, balance, whatever you want the word to be? It was a lot easier until the coronavirus. I mean, Life has become much more complicated in many ways, but from the time really that the nest emptied until then, the balancing was somewhat easier because uh, when you were at home and growing up, a lot of chasing to do to uh, get you places that you wanted to be and needed to be and places we wanted to go to watch you, to be involved in whatever you were doing. And then the demands of work. Uh, I think in those years, for example, my own attention to my uh, my my own athletic interests waned a lot, um, and that that was fine. And there was a season of life, uh, although I, I would you know wouldn't recommend it, but nevertheless. And so now I've had more of that flexibility, but I've always felt that the balance is really important, and and. Uh, I've, I've never, even though my job has certain level of demand, I've never felt, never wanted it to completely encroach upon every part of my life. I was always able, more so than lately, not only because of coronavirus, just because of technology, I, I was always pretty successful at when I came home, I didn't work. I didn't think about work. I didn't. I, when I worked, when I was at work, I worked, and, and when I was home, I didn't didn't just think about it constantly. I didn't worry about it. I didn't trouble myself, and, and so have had I think some success at segmenting my life. You know that this is I'm home now. This is work now, uh, and that that was always very helpful to me because I, I you know I, this is my twenty. I just finished my twenty third year as, as a college president. I don't think lasted as long if it had been 
always all consuming. Mm -hmm. The way, frankly, the way, frankly, that it has been in the last few months is pretty all consuming right now. Mm -hmm. So you're not yeah. a big work from home guy, not a big work from home fan. Well, it's okay. I mean, I don't have any choice, um, but uh, I, I, you know, I don't like, I still don't like working in the evening, you know, and I have, I have some folks who work with me, for me, alongside me, who they do tend to work all day. And, you know, they're, they're sending emails or texts or questions, uh, you know, at a time of day when I'm, I'm kind of checked out on it. You know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. cultivating my own mind, my own body, my own spirit. Yeah. You know, that's what our mission talks about, that kind of holistic yeah. thing. And you can't just talk about it. You've got to live it in an authentic way if you want it to, to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Amen to that. Sorry for making you Zoom in the evening. Hopefully, uh... this is not working. This okay. Oh, love up. hearing that. He writes, um, he writes all night. I mean, it's not, that's he not what all night? Writes. Writes. He reads and writes. Oh, yeah, and reads. I don't watch much TV. That's true. True. In normal times, some and a lot of movement, a lot of steps. How many steps so far today? Well, yeah, I don't know, 20,000 for sure. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. This is, okay. which would be my lowest day this week. Oh my gosh, this guy, this man, he never stops. Okay. So, all right, final question for you before, until we get into some hacks, but what are a couple of specific characteristics of yours as, and then what are a couple characteristics of yours that I have? Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't really like this question. I'm going to turn it on you back to you. Okay. Sure. Because either, either I would say something nice about you, which would be somewhat kind of self-flattering, or I would say something uh, negative about you that I don't want to do because your audience might not appreciate it so yes we so, are hackheads are loyal yeah, yeah they don't so, care if you well, what I mean no but care. I think I think it'd be really probably more interesting and I can and if you'd like uh for you to say how you think like me and mm -hmm. I'll tell you whether or not I agree oh okay, okay. taking I, control I like it I, I like it um gift of words I've gotten from you yeah which I like to think witty um, and ability to sleep in. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yes, for sure. For, for both of those, I think that, and sometimes we just, when we talk and it's just the two of us, you know, it's like uh, a running punning. Uh, yeah. It's a pun off. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. And, and you're, you know, honestly, um, you're better at it than I am on the fly. You know, I, I, I can, I can hold my own if I'm writing. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks. As for sleeping in, I, I yeah, I it used to be better at that than I am now too. But you're still really good at that. Thank you. Um, so for me, I think that I enjoy writing like you, but I, I think it's in a different way. I don't know if you'd agree that. I don't know, maybe my, I, I tend to write maybe a little bit more like toward the academic side and less toward the personal side. Mm -hmm. And then I would also say, obviously running, I don't know if that's something that's passed on or more environmental, but it's something that's kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, those are both true, true too. I, and I, I, don't, I won't claim complete credit for the running because mom is really the, was my inspiration. So she, you probably get as much or more from her. Although you're like me and you kind of like to keep track of it or plan it out in a way. Mom mm -hmm. does it. We like to think about races and you know the details go into the training and that kind of thing the writing piece is interesting so you know i i the kind of writing that i do enjoy is creative writing whether it's it's a um, story usually storytelling i i like storytelling i can do technical or historical writing but, but i think the thing i like about history and the thing i like about writing is telling stories and that carries over you know, wherever I'm trying to make applications in my public speaking, whether it's preaching or just public speaking in other ways, I usually, I, I'm a storyteller. That's, I think if, if I were to describe myself, and then you, you listed off a number of titles or things that I do, when I think of myself, I think that's near the, to the top of my list of, uh, of, of how I think of myself as I'm a storyteller. Mm -hmm. Historian teller. I can also pun. I can pun. Yeah. Yeah. I can also write stories. So let's not start it there. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. Well, okay. Actually, a great gift this year. Um, so our brother Peter and sister-in-law Kiki, they gifted Dad a uh, what's it called, Dad? Story. Storyworth. Storyworth. Not sponsored. Um, Storyworth. <laughs> it's called that gives Dad question prompts, and then he can write and reflect on them and we can all read it. And at the end of the year, they'll be made into a book. But instead of reflecting on some of the questions, and I think some have inspired you, but Dad has written these <laughs> woven webs of history, family history, stories, stories about our weddings, his parents, his childhood, um, him and mom. And it's just been really super fun that's amazing written um and sent to us so yes you uh, thank you i think the intention for that thing is maybe not for the writers to work quite as hard on it as i have yes crank out some stories but i but i've tried i've treated them more like uh, uh weekly or bi-weekly columns you know something that you might yes. see in a newspaper that you want to be kind of publishable quality that that would be fun to read and at the same time uh, uh, also of some some quality it, it is it's hard though I mean good writing is it there's some gift to it for sure but but it it's one of those kind of things they say is 10% you know, inspiration and 90% perspiration right mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of work and refining words and refining sentences to try and make the kind of impact that you want it to make uh, and and that's I think a carryover to the public speaking part because you don't want to just talk if you're going to be trying to motivate or inspire a crowd you want your words to to land uh the way that you intend for them to land i remember telling you after reading one in march or april i was like you know they don't all have to be <laughs> awesome right, right. <laughs> to gas them up. favorite child number four that's right okay oh, hey. that's right if Storyworth does want to sponsor, then that'd be great. Um, yes. We're, we're going to go into the hacks because you've obviously got a lot of practical, great advice. So tying Colin and all this together, do you have a hack uh, for our audience for consistent parenting of unique kids? Well, uh, I don't know. 
know how you do this with the hack thing, but I would say something like, you know, hack, let them be themselves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let them be who they are, you know, don't, don't oh, try I to... like that. Yeah. Good job, Dad. That's good, Dad. Hack, let them be themselves. Oh, it's good. But you got to have, do you have some consistent rules so things seem fair? Sure, sure. sure. I mean, it, it, to live in a family or a community or a society, right. some consistency and in in rules but but when you're really trying to want you want your kids to be who they are and what they want to do in their lives that if you can help that along and, and encourage that i think that's really important oh that's so sweet okay what what would you say is a hack for starting a reflective habit uh, well yeah it, it is a it is a habit so i'd say for me, it was just hack, you know, keep journals, running journals or writing journals or whatever. If that's, if that's important to you, it doesn't have to be important to everybody. Not mm -hmm. everybody cares about that, but, but it, it does, it, it is a discipline for me to think about things. And, you know, I'll tell you what, sometimes I really enjoy, so what's today, the end of May? It's, I think, I think, well, what was I doing uh, you know, in 2012 on this day? You know, thinking and I yeah. go back, and I don't do it every day. In fact, because I've been writing all these other stories, I don't write as much in my journal. Or if I don't, if I don't have it in, in my journal, I very likely will have it in my running journal because I run every day. So I can go back and say, what kind of run did I do on that day six years ago? Or how much, how much was I running during that week, et cetera. So, you know, it, it wouldn't be too hard for me to go back and piece together moments in my life or weeks in my life or days in my life with mm -hmm. wow. um, love that all right do you have a hack for um the personal work life separation and success that we yeah uh hack uh segment your life <laughs> Think about it. I, I, and I'm all for being holistic, right? I, and I do. I think that, and, and I am, I'm body, mind, spirit. I'm all those things and I'm all these things at once. It's true. But, but if um, it's, it's good to, to divide your life too, at least in how you think about it. So, you know, sometimes I would think about, well, how am I doing as a, uh, in terms of my spiritual life? Well, okay. I, I haven't been doing this or that, or how am I doing in terms of my kind of social, and I don't mean like social life in the way that, that but how am I doing as a citizen? You know, what am I doing in my community or, or how am I doing in professionally? Am I, am I focusing on, and you know, to, th to think about those things uh, and to kind of break them apart like pieces of, of a pie and to do a little self-assessment in, in regard to all of those. But, but you can, again, it, as it relates to kind of you know, sort of work-life balance, uh, for me, it doesn't work to be on the clock all the time. Just I need, I need, a, I need a breather. I need to think about other things that are simply not related. And I, it, it kind of wears me out and grinds too much if, if I don't get that balance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a sort of a distance runner mentality too. You know, you got to pace yourself. I, I do. I have to pace myself. I'm one of those people who, who needs discipline and I need pace. Mm. And I need to, uh, if I over, if I go out 
too hard on something and it, it, it just doesn't work that well for me. Great advice. What is your final hack here? Hack for raising daughters. Well, hack, I would highly recommend it. Aww. <laughs> well, Dad, you Thank know, we you. always we always like to uh, end with some hashtags. So I've thought of a few. You just got to sit back and accept. <laughs> and we'll see if Rachel's not right. Oh, you probably heard some of these before. because I, I was thinking back to when we made those really creative shirts for Father's Day, that run that we did. But yeah. The first one is PhD, hashtag, President Historian Dad, PhD. That would be me, yeah. Those are good. Um, one I just thought of as you were talking about uh, one of your hacks, hashtag, off the clock on the watch. <laughs> yeah, my watch, by the way, right now is just recharging here. That's why it's not on. Because it's mm. it's good, because you're sitting down. You wouldn't want to miss any step. No, that's exactly right. I knew I'd be sitting a while. I have one for you, and this is another thank you for letting me take art class. Hashtag pair arting. Parenting <laughs> or art. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not good if you have to explain it. Hashtag. Oh, you just broke up a little. Oh, okay. Hashtag petition. <laughs> what? Petition. It's a petition, oh, petition. for the petition. petition. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, it's a hopeless cause. I just don't know what happened to Nesty. They just went off the grid. That's they went off the grid. Anna kind of said this one, but he's known for hashtag his storytelling. His yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> running logistics. Running <laughs> Yeah, you're working hard at this pun. Hashtag Pat says pace yourself. Yeah. Pace. Pace is very important. Well, thank you so much on sister hack but you cut out so say that again thank you so much for coming on sister hack <laughs> we well, love you, you. yes well, i love you too and thanks for inviting me and and uh, i don't know that that it's appropriate but uh, uh today we learned hannah that uh your baby is going to be a girl and yes. i am so happy for you and zach and uh i'm so happy for myself to have a, a baby granddaughter i look forward to uh spoiling a lot along with you three so yes we're very excited we will be raising daughters over here uh -huh. i too am happy for myself <laughs> as, as nice as uh, as parenting and what a wonderful privilege it is it's it's, uh, it's not quite as wonderful as grandparenting so uh, okay <laughs> that's good to know all right, good to know. All right talk to you soon bye sister hackers